0: Oh, there he is. That's Trevor Rabin. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such—he um, looks like a dad at a picnic. they uh, that's, thats what I was gonna say about. All, there, there's like there's specific. All right, all right. Let's stop. We just need we to just fucking we do need this. to go into this. Yeah, because... I'm telling you, because I got things. I got wonderful shit to say about each person in the band, along with these awful lyrics. It's just gonna be fun. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Lyrics To Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive, yeah, deep dive, hello, hot one, deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? <laughs> I'm
0: doing pretty good today, man. Oh my god. I'm doing a lot better now. Don't, don't worry, man. Let's Don't worry. It's all gonna come out. It's all gonna. Co- it's gonna flow here in just a minute.
1: Oh, it's about to. It's about it's to gonna, flow. Absolutely. Where I there's no small talk here. We just need to get involved.
0: Absolutely. I'm. I'm more than excited. When you said last week, when you said the next one we're gonna do is one that you suggested. You knew in your cockles. I knew deep down in the subcockle region <laughs> yes. that I was gonna. I, I was excited. I was like, well, here's one. Here's here's one we're going into where I really. I kind of know what's going on. The year is 1983. <laughs> Seth is eight years old. A Jedi has just returned. <laughs> it's the same year as that. I'm 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 nine years old. You're nine
1: years old. I am a I am a spry three year old. Okay, running yeah. around in the great state of Maine. There you go. And somewhere out in the world. A prog rock band
0: releases their 11th studio album. Chris Squire and Alan White get together and decide that it's time to put something together after three years of a hiatus. And they want to make that, that leap forward like Starship did, you know, from prog rock into the 80s realm. And this is the attempt. We're, here, we're about to hear that attempt. And that band is called Yes. Yes. And that song is called Owner of a Lonely Heart from the record 90125 OU812 <laughs> I mean <laughs> this is the, definitely this the is the a, uh the decade for,
1: for numbers numerical in, exactly yeah, numerical album Finishing titles that decade off with 90210 I
0: don't know what 90125 stands for or means but that is the the uh the name of the record That is the uh area or the
1: zip code um is I can it? tell you right now it's a um uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. I thought all along I assumed it had to be a zip code for California because nine oh two one oh is famously Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. yeah. Um, and uh, this is it was the the album was actually named for its Atco catalog number. Okay. 90125 was released to a generally positive reception Mm -hmm. and introduced the band to a new generation of fans. It did. If you do not know Yes, um, you would know them from uh, Roundabout. Roundabout. Uh, You would know them from I See All Good People. People You would know them from possibly Long Distance. Run
0: Around. Run Around. I. Long Distance Roundabout. All right. What do you. Give me me a, a little bit of your life involving Yes. Is there anything that goes hand in hand? You know, in a period of your life that involves yes,
1: my parents were huge yes fans, oh, that makes and me happy. I remember seeing the um, the cover um, for their albums. You know, because my parents Roger Dean volume. album covers. Yes, yep. yes, and um, and just being like, what the fuck is this? Right, and I remember hearing Roundabout, and I remember uh-huh.
0: hearing um, how operatic their stuff was i mean john the- anderson the singer plucked directly from the shire to come sing for uh for uh for the for the 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 super group known as yes the yeah prog rock
1: so if you group. aren't we won't geek out too much for here for people that are not uh if you're a music lover you know
0: and yes. if you're not a music lover you probably don't care very much can i just say can i give my I um, had heard of that had heard you know all the songs that you just mentioned long, mentioned long distance run around all those other things. But in 1994, my uncle passed away, and I inherited his um, album collection. And we were digging through his me and my brother where we had rented our own first apartment, and we were digging through the album collection, and we picked up. The Yes, Close to the Edge, came out in 1972. And as we opened it up and saw the beautiful Roger Dean artwork in the middle, we found little bitty flakes and crumbs of marijuana of in the middle of did. it. And we were just like, wow. So that signaled that we probably need to put on this record. Yes. And I recognized one song on there. It was ama- They actually do, on that record, a fantastic cover of uh, Simon and Garfunkel's America. Mm. It's really, mm-hmm. really good. But we put on Close to the Edge, we put on a vinyl copy in 1994, just about the most unusual thing that you could do at the time. Everything was CDs by that point. And put that on and listen to it over and over. And it has Close to the Edge, opens with Close to the Edge. And you and I, parts one and two, it is... An, Excellent, excellent record. I highly recommend everybody go out there and get that album. Also, get Yes songs, Fragile. I mean, Fragile. Um, you know, yeah, they're just, Yes songs they're, is definitely one of the ultimate. Uh, yeah, the ultimates. absolutely. So go listen
1: to Yes. This this is a super group. This is a, your muse, Your favorite musicians, favorite musician. Absolutely, these people are all just at the top of their fucking game, and they were writing seven minute long songs that just were blowing people away. They went through a number of changes, um, yes. kind of like King Crimson. If you're into uh, and Starship, in, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, into a lot of the prog rock bands or bands that became prog rock bands. And in 1983, a lot of that prog rock stuff had kind of dried up. Um, you they know? were trying to
0: transition. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: electric, like you know, um, one of the uh, one of the main uh, people in the band at this time
0: um, was in a little band called The Buggles. Oh, was it, which one was it? Trevor uh, Horn. Trevor Horn. That's right. He wasn't with them for very long. But no, uh, he produced this. That's right. And I think he played a little bit mm-hmm. uh, on on
1: it. But uh, this is as we've talked about before. Well, he was um, the,
0: he was singing for a little while just before John Anderson came back. Right? Am I right? Uh, that might be true. I can't remember exactly what. I know it is John Anderson did, was initially not involved in the production of this record, but Trevor Horn was. I know it was Jeff Downs, their original keyboard player before. Believe it or not, Rick Wakeman came back to play on it. I think the only real original member that didn't come back was Steve Howe. Right, yeah. Steve Howe, by the way, the guitar player voted most likely to look exactly like your middle school P.E. coach. (laughs) Yes, Um, there's a lot of dude clothes going on except for
1: Rick Wakeman wearing a cape all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this song was actually written primarily by Trevor Rabin. Trevor Rabin, the guitar player, singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it says contributions were made to the final version by singer John
0: Anderson, bassist Chris Squire, Big Rip, and producer Trevor Horn. And I I just, I cannot stress this enough. Chris Squire, one of the best goddamn bass players to ever walk the planet. Go out and listen to Fragile, um, Heart of the Sun, one of the best opening guitar or bass lines you're ever going to hear in any song. I will only add to that to this. When Les Claypool of Primus would
1: go and buy a bass or decide on buying a bass, he would test it by playing roundabout. Really? That is how he would test a bass okay. to see whether or not it's what he that's wanted to buy. Good test. And that's how he ended up with a uh, Carl Thompson uh, bass because he picked one up that was used and was like, whatever this is, I want it. Wow. Um... Let's see here. The song originated in 1979 from South African musician, singer, songwriter, Trevor. and producer produ- producer, producer. <laughs> producer, Trevor Rabin while going to the toilet. What? He, quote, wrote the whole thing from beginning to end while sitting on the toilet. And uh, that doesn't shock me too much. Everything came out, including my lonely heart. <laughs> um, the The music for this is awesome. It's very 80s. I- but it's it's so. It's got good. its moments. I would say it's got its moments. Oh, I love it. I uh, I, it's so fun, and I mean, here's here's the thing, the music is fun. When you get into the lyrics and you start realizing that it's like, supposed to be some. It sounds like
0: something they'd play at like a Republican National Convention. Can I just say that this is that 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 Trevor Raven got to Raven got together with. Um, that's so Raven. That's so Raven. Uh, got together with Stuart Smalley. <laughs> and decided to come up with these life affirming lyrics. They're just a little over the top when it's you know when it when they're trying to get feel good man. Um, they're just trying to lift you out of your doldrums, which is good, right? It just gets a little over the top and silly at times. Uh, this song was uh, rejected
1: by um, Arista Records um, owner Clive Davis, saying that the uh, songs that he was, he was writing, including this one, were quote too strange and would not be a hit. It was and told him to write stuff more like Foreigner and then come back.
0: <laughs> you know, I wonder how many A and R guys repeated those exact words. Write some more stuff like Foreigner and come back. Get, give me, give me. I want to know what love is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then they brought it to RCA Records
1: and the uh, guy there called it a game changer and offered him the uh, an album deal on the strength of it alone. So you know,
0: some people. Uh, some people didn't see the future, and some people did. No, they, well, I mean, like, that. What, who was that guy from, I think it was DECA, that said that uh, he heard the Beatles and said guitar music wasn't going to be the future and, and passed on them, and then they went on to, you know, do what they did. Right, yeah. Uh, though, um, I will tell you. I mean, you, not quite that
1: scale, but, you know. It says here, however, Rabin turned it down when wow. he agreed to form a new band with bassist Chris Squire, drummer Alan White of uh, the progressive rock band, yes. Mm-hmm and make an album initially under the name Cinema for Atco Records. That's
0: right, yeah. Um, I think at that time, um, I think it was Wakeman and Howe were both in, or was it, yeah, I think it was Wakeman and Howe that were both in Asia at that time. mm -hmm. Yeah, they were both in, they were working on uh, heat of the moment, you know. And uh, what a great song. Yeah. Yeah, what a really good song. Um, Just a lot going on at this time. Oh, yeah, for sure um i guess we
1: should just get into it yeah Um,
0: let's 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 start doing these lyrics i'm Uh, sure there's
1: some more to talk about but these lyrics are pitiful they are they are pretty silly these lyrics are uh there's i mean to be honest i'm gonna be completely honest with you it's hard for me to wrap my head around exactly what's going on in these lyrics even as i go over them Uh uh-huh um Uh, We can talk a little bit about what uh, they themselves
0: have said the lyrics are about. Okay, I can't. Well, we'll do that, of course. But uh, just as scratching the surface, it just sounds like a self-help song. I mean, if you were just to listen to or read the lyrics without the music, you know, it is very much a,
1: oh, just try real hard and everything will work out for you just it's a libertarian anthem just, is what it is just smile and you'll feel better exactly yeah yeah it's uh oh well if you pray enough you won't get covid kind of oh, thing jesus move yourself you always live your life never thinking of the future shame on you. prove yourself <laughs> you are the move you make take your chances winner or loser you're the only one to blame You only have yourself to blame, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is, um, I mean, for, uh, of course, I am looking at uh, annotations from Genius.com. Off the bat, the message is clear. It's up to you. It's clear. Don't expect others to do your work. Crystal. Per one of the songwriters, singer John Anderson, in an interview said, I remember sitting with Trevor Rabin, and we started off, move yourself. On the toilet. You always live your life, never thinking of the future. That was the line I wrote. And then he'd say prove yourself winner loser first of all it would be winner or loser it right. wouldn't be winner loser it's winner lose or winner or loser
0: i'm so proud that we got to hear of their uh their mccartney lennon moment you know sitting there face to face oh this is going to be the real uh this is going to be the. this is our next number one
1: yeah and uh move yourself you always live your ne- life never thinking of the future move yourself you always live your life it's like yeah, I am. Lo- Why are you telling me to move myself if all I'm doing is living my life? Like, isn't that moving myself? Isn't that moving? Well, yeah,
0: but then it, when you when you round it out with the never thinking of the future, he's trying to say, you know, hey, you're not thinking you need to get up and move. But know? that's what I'm saying is like yeah.
1: he, he starts out saying you need to move yourself. You always live your life never thinking of the future. And it's like, well, I mean, you you didn't start saying, think of the future. You're never thinking of the future. He says, move yourself. And it's like, I am moving myself. Right. The argument you have here is not that I need to move myself because I'm not moving. See, I am moving. You're
0: saying that John Anderson is cracking the seal on this song, just being overbearing. I mean, he's just, <laughs> he's being overbearing. He is. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some of those. There are.
1: Prove yourself. You are the move you make. It's a ch- life is a chess game, Mark. God, these lyrics are just gonna drive me off. <laughs> this is seriously like this is up there with so much stuff that we've gone over where like the lines sound good together, but when you really think about them, when
0: you really pull them apart, it's like, what are you saying? When they're when they're together with that overdone 80s production might be okay at the time. But yeah, now when we're sitting here, oh it's just Oh, it's like peeling a stinky onion I will say that
1: this 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 couplet of lyrics makes more sense see yourself you are the steps you take you and you and that's the only
0: way this is the see yourself you know I see Stuart Smalley in the in the mirror looking at Michael Jordan you know look at yourself now just look at yourself <laughs> you know I mean they're you know like try the self-affirmation thing I'm See good yourself enough. you I'm are the smart steps enough
1: and, and doggone it, it people, people like, like me. You. Yeah. Um you are the steps you take. He yeah. likes to say that you are you are the things you do. You will
0: you are the move you make. You are the steps you take. Um I can't I can't figure out I mean this far in I can't figure out if he is supporting the person or chastising them. Yeah, seriously. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Shake
1: blank <laughs> shake yourself. <laughs> you your every move you make. So So the the story story goes. goes. Um, yeah, um, shake yourself. Don't break yourself. Yeah, shake it. Don't break it, baby. You should say, break yourself. Break yourself. Uh, (laughs) break yourself, fool. Um, you're every move you make. He, he he said that a couple times.
0: Yeah, I don't... This is where it comes in here. It really doesn't make any sense at all. He
1: is getting to the point where he's just repeating himself already. We're yeah. in the first verse, and he's like, <laughs> you are the move you make. You're every move you make. it's John like, Anderson. Okay, man. Getting like, desperate. I get it. Yeah. It's like already running out of shit to say. It's like, uh... You're every step you take. You're every move you make. I wonder, when was uh, the police song written? When did that come out? Oh,
0: 84. It every was around the take. same time. Okay. Yeah, it was around. But I mean, you're right. Everything starts off with. I'm getting
1: some heavy police vibes here. Move.
0: Prove. See. Check.
1: Every shake. step you take. What next? Every move you make. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> so the story goes. That's also a very weird ending, is like. So I've heard is basically what I'm getting from. So the story goes. So we've heard, and it's like it's kind of saying at the end, like, this is just kind yeah. of from what I've gathered. Maybe, yeah. I know he's so sure <laughs> and confident in the first what he's ten like lines. Prove yourself. You are the steps you take. Move yourself. You got to do it. You got to work to succeed. So, so the story heard. goes. Yeah, I mean, so that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of the idea we get. Yeah. Owner of a lonely heart. Owner of a lonely heart.
0: Much better than a...
1: Owner of a broken heart. Owner of a lonely heart.
0: All right, let's break this down just right here so we can do it, because we're going to hear that a lot. Is it better to be the owner of a broken heart more than a lonely heart? This is the age-old question of, is
1: it better to have loved 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 and lost than never to have loved Loved at all. all? Yes. And I don't think there's any way to know this because you can't have one without the other true
0: exactly um, i mean i i would i would make the case that if you get a broken heart you're going to wind up with a broken heart and a lonely heart at the same time as opposed to if you just have a lonely heart it's just a lonely heart yeah so yeah i mean you know the whole thing better is it is better to have loved and lived you know I, I, I don't know if that always fits for everybody you know i don't think it's universal from uh, from genius the main message in the song
1: Better a lonely heart than a broken heart, where lonely presumably assumes that his owner have not yet suffered a heartbreak. <laughs> so uh, okay. Let's hear from the geniuses. Someone, someone, someone had a stroke in the middle of writing this. <laughs> where the where lonely presumably assumes that the owners or the owner has not yet suffered a heartbreak, I guess what they're saying. Okay. The opposite argument could be that the broken heart at least experienced love while the lonely one Hasn't even gone that far. And then there's a little uh, meme with Dwight Schrute. Oh, Schrute. yeah. I mean. And it says, a lonely heart is a broken heart. False. A lonely heart is a lonely heart. That's it. Um, we
0: got some Schrute wisdom. Yeah. Some
1: Schrute knowledge. So, I mean, with this chorus, I would go so far as to say that the first verse is just trying to pump someone up to ask someone out.
0: It's maybe or just or to like run for governor or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, (laughs) the whole owner of a lonely heart is better than the owner of a broken heart. Well, I know. But we're not really talking about the heart in these first couple of verses. We're just talking about it could be anything. You know, we know that it's that it's a it's a relationship or possibly, you know, a love thing when we get to owner of a lonely heart, when we get to the verses. Well, I guess I'm wrong because I mean, to the chorus. Go ahead. I
1: guess I'm wrong because what it's telling you is that. It would not be to hype you up to ask someone out. It would be hyping you out to not hyping you up to not ask someone out because they're basically saying like, just stay alone, don't date anyone.
0: Yeah, they kind of are saying that. It's all about you. I mean, everything's about you, you, you. Right. You know. You know. You've got to do this. You shake yourself. Yeah. you every move you make. And you then know, they're no matter to... what you do, it's your fault.
1: Then they're trying to talk you into just being alone. It's
0: Libertarian, like you said.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah say you don't want to chance it you've been hurt so before
0: Now we know where he's clearly talking watch about it now art. Yeah.
1: the eagle in the sky how he dancing one and only <laughs> okay look him he dance up there <laughs> look how he dance look how he dance he
0: dance pretty <laughs>
1: um and it's also funny the lyrics i'm looking at say say hyphen you don't want to chance it
0: yeah 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 So,
1: I always read this as, say you You don't don't want to chance chance. it. Yeah. This reads as, say, you don't want to chance it. (laughs) It Which is a little different, I guess. It is. It totally is. And it's kind of like, um, you know, one of those misheard
0: or misunderstood layouts. Well, the first way puts words in the person's mouth. Mm -hmm. The second way reads more like advice. This is a, they might be giants.
1: Birdhouse in your soul. <laughs> I always thought was blue canary in the outlet by the light switch. Who watches over you? Yeah, like the blue canary watches it over. It watches you. over you. The actual lyrics have a question mark and say and mean oh. blue canary in the outlet by the light switch. Who watches over God, you? I love the Johns. Like oh. Mm-hmm. So it's not saying that the Blue Canary is watching over me. Seems. It's asking the Blue Canary who watches over it. Who's taking care and of it? And I was like, man. holy shit. Like, this is a
0: completely different fucking thing. I never knew that until now.
1: Well, there Today you go. I knew that. I was blown away.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. they're so great, man.
1: This is like when I found out Blister in the Sun, the lyrics were, I blister in the sun. Right. Instead of what I always thought it was, which, like, a, a blister, blister, blister in, in the, the sun. sun. And I put that on Facebook and it blew like... Tw- 20 or 30 people other people's minds mm-hmm. that had no clue either uh, that one i'd actually heard before but the, yeah the, the, I i'm no so clue.
0: glad to know that one about uh birdhouse man i love that song but back to uh back to the this. self-affirmation yeah
1: say you don't want a chance that you've been hurt so before um okay so then this is kind of going in direct opposition to the to the first chorus which is that the owner of a lonely heart is better than the broken of a, owner of a broken heart. This is being basically saying that this person has a broken heart. Uh,
0: I don't know. Yeah, well, you've, yeah, been, hurt yeah, so you've been hurt so before. I'm sorry. I'm just going off that first line. You've okay. Yeah, this is this is. We are now going under the assumption that the person has had a broken heart before, mm-hmm. so don't have to worry about that whole chorus. Then all
1: of a sudden, watch it now. The eagle in the, the sky, he dancing one and only. He
0: dancing one and only. What? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? This is, you got to remember, man, this is, yes, they have these, you know, if he's all of a sudden he got transported back to the seventies when they're looking at nature and birds and things in the sky and they're trying to, you know, relate everything to nature and stuff like that. Maybe all of it. May, maybe he's going through just a microsecond of an acid flashback. He he might be. I mean, really?
1: I guess so. What they're tra- what he's trying to say is like, see how that angle, how the eagle dances. He he dances. How he dancing? One, he dance in one and only, and that yeah, like and, he's
0: by himself. Exactly. He's majestic by yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Sure. You can't. <laughs> you lose yourself. No, not for pity's sake. There's, There's no, no real reason, reason to be lonely. I really like how um he freezes some of the lines here. It has a reggae feel. Really? Like, I think so. I feel okay. like he does. It reminds me a lot of of the police. Well, you're the rhythm guy in this room, man. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, you are too. You're a bassist. I know, program. but drums. Come on. <laughs> um. Yeah, you lose yourself. Not, not no, no, not, not for, for pity's, pity's sake.
0: sake. Not, okay. But maybe he's talking him up still. No, not for pity's sake. You know, you're losing yourself to, like, you know, abandon your ego for a little while to rebuild yourself back up. Well, let's go to this next line. Be okay. yourself. Give, Give your free will, will
1: a chance. chance. You've we got want to want to, want to succeed. Giving your free will a chance, the concept of free will seems to me that, like, you... How do I say this? The The idea of giving your free will a chance, like, if you have free will, you just have it. It doesn't matter if
0: you give it a chance. Well, these... I, what John Anderson, or Trevor Rabin right here, is trying to tell us is that they read a book once. <laughs> they, right. They read some... What is it? Jean-Paul Sartre? Is he the guy that... Who's the guy that... Uh, you know, uh, free will. Um, if, if, if I was to talk to, you know, my Christian folks about it, we'd be talking about Calvinism and all those type of things, but I don't want to get into that. I hate that shit. Um, whenever anybody brings up free will, I, I generally can't stand it, you know, because they start going to that whole swinging sign thing, free will or predestination and I hate talking about that stuff. I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is definitely like a, uh,
1: I don't know. It's a very complicated, and we should have had a, someone in philosophy here, but
0: um, it's uh, you know, the idea of like any philosophers, can you please write in and tell us what John Anderson and Trevor Rabin are thinking right now, or psychologists for that matter,
1: or yeah. cooks? Here's the or thing. Masons. I guess
0: what I'm trying to say is this:
1: if free will is free will, then no matter what you do, it's your choice. Tr- in the words of Rush, okay, in their hit song "Free Will." Oh yeah. If you choose not, not to, to decide, decide you, you still, still have, have made, made a choice. choice. <laughs> so, like, you know, saying no yes, oh please, I don't even want to talk about it. I'll get all choked up here. Aww. Um. So yeah, there's no reason to be lonely. Be yourself. Give your free will a chance. You've got to want to succeed.
0: <laughs> that 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 line probably irritates me more than any other. I've heard so many people say that line that I just, it irked me. You know, like, you've got to want this. Let me say this. There's no reason to be lonely. Like, says who? Who in the fuck are you?
1: Yeah. And how many people are lonely because they want to be? Like, and then he's telling you the owner of a lonely heart is better than the owner of a broken heart. But then he's telling you there's
0: no reason to be lonely. Nobody's ever really going to know your experience, you know. He's Nobody's ever going to know every detail. so many
1: different fucking
0: like messages here self-help got him off of a meme message yeah you know or a poster this is 1983 remember but pre-meme but yeah i mean it, it, he's 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 he really is just line for line going over a self-help
1: book. this is someone who he took a bunch of self-help lines wrote them down on a piece of paper threw them in a hat from different books mind you and just pulled them out and put each line down on a fucking piece of paper for lyrics and was like this is good he's like you gotta you gotta prove to yourself that you can do it. Uh owner of a lonely heart. <laughs> Guys, um, I've got it. Say so you don't want to chance it. The future of yes, it's right here written down. Self-help. Yeah, this yeah. I'm telling you, this is like a libertarian anthem when it is actually kind of making sense and then the sense just sucks. Owner of a lonely heart. Owner of a lonely heart.
0: Much better than a <laughs>
1: owner of a broken heart owner of a lonely heart um, the owner of a lonely heart uh, annotation here says the song has multiple detractors um, from those who decry the shortness and lack of complication of the tune and instrumentation being Trevor Rabin's idea not a true yes production It's not to these that don't like the lyrics uh, simplicity and the title Owner of a Lonely Hearts Club band. <laughs>
0: um, I would say that that guy's got a little bit of a point, sort of a point, um, in that it is not classic, you know, yes, production or lyrics, for that matter, I don't think. But to say that it's not complicated, it's still pretty damn complicated when it comes to that music, man. The, 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 the production is not, it's, it's one of their, um, it's just different, I mean that's all that's the only way I can say it. If you know yes, it's it's different from anything that they produced in the 70s. It's kind of like what, you know, all of the bands from the 70s were trying to stretch out into the 80s and come up with a new and different sound so they wouldn't be, you know, just sitting back on their on their on their laurels, so to speak, you know, of what they did in the past and coming up with new and driving towards new sounds. Of course, when you combine that with the age of the people doing it, it it, it sometimes is lacking, I hate to say that, but, you know, the other bands that did this, I mentioned earlier, Starship, it just doesn't come off very well. Even though, Mark, you do like the music on this song. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I mean, I get it, you know. It's It's not, I'm not saying it's horrible. It's just not my favorite, you know, when I, when, if you know as much about Yes as I do, it, you know, it just falls flat. So,
1: yeah. Um, Then it does a uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart, all along there, then he starts... After that Owner of a Lonely Heart, it does a... Owner of a Lonely Heart. After my own indecision, they confused me so.
0: That's where I'm getting lost. Oh, yeah. This is...
1: Oh, boy. Inserting a few lines in first person, describing his, the lyricist's, own experience a well-accepted method to make a strong point and hopefully convince the listener. Further, they confused me so. Do not listen to detractors who feed on indecision and exploit it. And then there's a little picture that says, have patience. In times of indecision and confusion, certainty is often just one insight away.
0: Okay, thanks so much for the help. <laughs> I thought you were going to like show me a picture of like Jesus or something like that, you know, some sort of religious...
1: There's only one set of footprints in the sand. <laughs> Jesus carried <laughs> the me. the
0: footprints poster.
1: That's right. Uh, owner of a lonely heart. My love said never question your will at all. In the end, you've got to go. Look before you leap.
0: Oh, man. It's it's all poster quotes. <sighs> it, I'm telling you, It's man, poster quotes, man.
1: Uh, could either be said by the love from the previous line or the narrator himself. In either case, it is directed to the owner of the lonely heart, and is the punchline of the motivational speech presented with the lyrics and <laughs> tune. Motivational speech. Uh, yeah. So and keep going, Mark. Keep going. Owner of a lonely heart, and don't you hesitate at
0: all. And owner of no, a lonely no. heart is right in between. Look before you leap, and don't you hesitate at all. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking dumb. <laughs> that is so fucking dumb, man. Uh, then we have the.
1: And then here we have the guitar solo, which it, I love God, and you don't. It
0: sucks, man. I think it's really bad. I would go so far as to refer to it as
1: angular. Yes. Which I like. It's it's kind of like, um, it's kind of um, as far... Uh, into uh, avant-garde as I want to go. It's it's kind of eighties avant-garde. It's as avant-garde. far as avant-garde
0: as you can go in a pop song, for sure, for real. Yeah, that is true. I mean, at the first, I would say first, um, eight bars of it are just bending. You know, I mean, that's that's pretty much all it is. You don't really get into any, you know, like arpeggios or scales or anything you know any 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 sort of form of a of a classic solo until the end of the solo just at just at the very end yeah, yeah i mean i which is different
1: yeah i i think that um the thing one of the things i like about it a lot is the tone of it cuz it almost sounds like it's being played with a bow or something.
0: Okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I think I'm I'm also being very critical because I'm holding it up to a Steve Howe solo, which it doesn't sound anything like. Right, no. It sounds nothing like. It is not a... This is not a classic rock song. No. And it is not
1: a classic rock guitar solo. No, not at Everything all. Everything is very... They were jumping just like um the Talking Heads did, just like a lot of bands did where they were really fully embracing technology experimentation yeah i mean yeah. like this this album cover was done in, done on an apple 2e computer was it really they were like jumping into the future they, they were, were pushing they were pumped about it they yeah, you yeah. know some people it's so funny like well, if you don't know this like when synthesizers first came out you know a lot of people were just like this these aren't instruments this isn't
0: it's very much an but issue. But people were
1: saying yeah. the same thing about electric guitars. Mm-hmm. You know, people were saying. 40 years before then, yeah. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. were saying, this is the age-old conversation of, you know, the previous generation has an issue with change. Yes, we're progressive not only in their rock, but also in their outlooks, and they were very into, like. I mean, like,
0: I give them every ounce of credit for pushing. You know, yeah. for, for I, I definitely, definitely do. And, I mean, we're going to probably discuss this at the end, but there are other songs on this record that push forward as well. You yeah. know, there oh, really sure. are.
1: Um, So, yeah, we got the yeah, 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 yeah. And then we got, you know, keeps going. that's uh, a
0: owner, yeah, the yells, yells, <laughs> you know, all the way through it. Yep. John Anderson going for a vocal Grammy, a, a vocal, I don't know, award of some sort. But then here's
1: where you have the... (shrie] Which is kind of cool. Yeah, Little Chris Squire bass lick. Oh, yeah. Very good. And then we get into a owner a owner of a lonely heart. Owner of a lonely heart. Owner of a lonely heart. Much better than the owner of a broken heart um this, this line is sung in the background and is almost inaudible especially in the long music video version making the occasional and not too astute listener assume that the lyricist assigns both the lonely and broken heart to the same person. Yes, fans are fucking nuts.
0: <laughs> yes, fans are crazy.
1: Probably in large part because of drugs. Yeah, but uh, definitely got something to do with it. It does another owner of a lonely heart much better than the owner of a broken heart until it does an <sighs> owner of a lonely...
0: Ooh, do, 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 and that thing again. awesome bass line, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, do, do, do. That's, I would argue, one of the best parts of the song. Oh, right I mean... Yeah.
1: Chris Squire will always be one of the best parts. Always. Him and Rick Wakeman. Mm-hmm. I mean... I I mean no disrespect to anybody else in the band, but yeah, I mean Chris Squire can do whatever the fuck he well, he's dead now, but and Rick Wakeman. Once. I think Rick Wakeman, Rick just Wakeman. passed
0: away you
1: did really passed away oh, yet? I think he's that. gone. I think no.
0: I think so, yeah. I think it was very recent actually.
1: Um where the hell are okay, here we are. Yeah, this is where he starts doing the scatting over the top there. Yeah. Sooner or later each conclusion will decide the lonely heart.
0: Is this is this where he's there doing the don't deceive your free will at yep. all? Well, and he's we're like there. scatting. No, I mean, is that is this the scat part? That's what I'm asking. Yes. Leading yeah. up to it. Yeah.
1: Sooner or later, you will have a lonely heart. If you take the chance or don't, you will eventually become lonely. But don't think so pessimistically because a lonely heart oh, <laughs> is a first start. This is this is, this is yeah. Genius. I'm sorry. This yeah, is that's okay. <laughs> I was like, you lost <laughs> me there, like Mark. The lyrics are like, <laughs> like what "That's what John this? said." <laughs> I feel like we've kind of just like fallen off the beaten path of trying to figure out what exactly this song is about because I can't tell what the fuck is going on, and I don't think he knows. <laughs> it's a self help pep talk. It is. That's but what it is. <laughs> it's. I guess it depends on what you mean by lonely or broken but it seems like it's it's both telling you that you should go after it and and do what it is you want to to do but then it's also telling you that you should stay alone because having a broken heart sucks and then mm. it tells you that you should practice free will but it's like what if my free will is telling me that I should go be with somebody and to have a to have a broken heart over a lonely heart
0: right it just It's also telling you to look before you leap and then don't hesitate at all. <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, see that eagle up there? How he dancing? <laughs> I mean, it's also telling you that. It's all over the he fucking place. dance all alone. Yeah,
1: he... um, it will excite. It will delight. Ugh. It will give a better start. Owner of a lonely heart.
0: What will? I, I, taking the chance? That's my only guess, Mark. Taking the chance. Sooner or later... Each
1: conclusion will decide the lonely heart. What the fuck does that sentence mean? <laughs> don't,
0: we say that every episode, Mark. What like, the what the does fuck, does, fuck does that mean?
1: <laughs> I almost feel sometimes like we should do a song with good lyrics, just so we could like cleanse the palate, just so we could just be like, this is how it feels
0: to read lyrics that are good. Because right. I don't pay attention to good lyrics. What's the closest we've gone to that, come to that so far? I say Toby Keith. I liked that. Um, yeah, it made sense. I think, sort I think of. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I, I it, mean, it's
1: questionable. Yeah, it best. is questionable.
0: But but it sort of made sense. I mean, sort of. Uh,
1: don't deceive your free will at all. Don't deceive your free will at all. Don't deceive your free will. There he is. There he goes. Don't deceive your free will at now. Now he's
0: getting oh, demanding. Yeah, now he's just telling you, fucking, what am uh, I telling no, you? No, I put forward that he was a pushy bastard from the beginning of this song, man. Oh, for I, I sure. But this so, yeah. is like, this makes no qualms about it. Yeah. But then, I, I don't even know the part where it just says, just receive it, just receive it, which is here written in the lyrics, but I don't remember where I hear him say. Yeah, it's that. at the very, very end. Okay, yeah.
1: Know? He's just saying it over and over again. Right. Don't, don't deceive your free will at all. It's like, again, how can you deceive your... This is the paradox of free will. If it's your free will, you can't deceive
0: it. Right. Because that's your free will. If your free will is to deceive your free will, that's your free will. Unless, of course, you believe in predestination, which in case you would have to deceive free will in order to believe in that. I don't know, Mark. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Or this is why I, I hate having to make these convers or getting into these conversations about free will. You know, this is why I don't like them at all. Um, They kind of go nowhere.
1: As you can imagine, the songmeanings.com dot com website is just very
0: thick, a a mess. It's going to be a deep, deep dive into a shallow pool of thought. And I mean, it's basically
1: people arguing both sides of the song of of the lyrics that it means to want to be alone and it means to not want to be alone. Um Dream Deceiver says, I think the idea of the song is saying that it's better to be alone than left heartbroken. As far as comeback singles go, this is a bloody good one. Commercial 80s style rock with a lot of progressive
0: elements. I would make that case with that guy. As far as comeback singles go, because they hadn't put anything out quality in a long time. And then this comes along, along with the rest of the album. Um, So then uh,
1: later on. I see uh, someone say dream deceiver. You've managed to get the opposite meaning of the song. (laughs) The song is addressing the owner of a lonely heart and saying that the reason for it is that he's too afraid to get his heart broken. Uh, But it's actually saying you. It says, (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Say you don't want to chance it. You've been hurt. So before, but it's actually saying you should chance it. And there is no reason to be lonely. In the end, you've got to go. It will excite. It will delight. It's actually a real simple message, but a nice set of lyrics.
0: Um, I, I think it's a simple message and a bad set of lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just that's my thought. That's,
1: uh, yeah, it's good a, album
0: art. <laughs> I mean, good a good single art. Someone says gotta
1: love that guitar solo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> they told you you have to. I just don't know. Um, John Anderson, um, saying that he basically came in. To um, write the lyrics um, because some of the songs had verses written, some had choruses written, but not the other part. Right. Um, Alan White recalled the recording of this drum part for the uh, track.
0: Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Alan White came in to report, record the part for the drum track. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> trying, to, trying to cut over I'm the fact trying to, that I'm trying out. to redeem myself here, He Mark. said,
1: I started with a full drum kit, and Trevor Horn said, Take Alan's Toms away. So I had a bass and snare, hi hat, and cymbals. Then they took the cymbals away.
0: Now that is progressive.
1: I was playing along with the track, and they took the hi-hat away. Oh. I said, wait a minute, guys. Then we layered all the other stuff on top of it.
0: I well there was so much cocaine why. in the 80s. Uh, yeah, no shit. There was so cocaine much cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> they were just
1: like, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. The very first thing that this says, the song describes the paradox of loneliness. Once you've been hurt, loneliness is better than a broken heart, which is funny because that's exactly the opposite of that guy oh, who was he... so sure that the other guy was wrong. Exactly. Was trying to say.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's like one of those images where you, uh, you look at it and you're like, that's a young lady. And then you're like, that's an old lady. <laughs> 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 you know, it's... Is this a blue dress or a gold dress? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could keep on quoting song facts and genius and, and stuff like that. You're going to get a million ideas, especially from yes fan as to, as fan, tan, fans, as to, am I going to I'm having a stroke over here? Yes, fans, as to what is going on, you, know, and what he's trying to say, um, the reality is is that he's trying to talk somebody up, I think. Um, You know, he's trying to give him a pep talk is what it sounds like.
1: I remember sitting with Trevor Rabin and we started off. Move your. This is Johnny. Anderson. OK, go ahead. Move yourself. You always live your life. Never thinking of the future.
0: Oh, this is their Lennon McCartney. moment. That
1: was the line I wrote. And then he'd say, prove yourself, winner or loser, which I would have been like, OK, enough of you. And then he said, <laughs> then Trevor Rabin said, John, I've got to go. You carry on. so i just carried on writing the lyrics and the verses the chorus was already well organized by trevor i mean this fuck off you do it (laughs) well enough of that i'm out of here uh here here's some fucking gorilla finger lines of blow this is very much a coked up song this is very much a a you can tell this is a reagan era this is the trickle down economics of (laughs) lyrics this is like through and through um, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps um, and, you know, you've got to work to succeed.
0: And then talking about being lonely, uh creep factor. Zero. Yeah. I say zero yeah. an absolute zero because it's just I mean, if, if you're going to give it a point five, maybe it's because he's you know, it sounds like he's talking down to somebody the whole time. But is that creepy? No, it's just overbearing, you know? um, Yeah, I'd, I'd say next to nothing, you know?
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give it basically a zero. zero yeah. yeah, zero point two.
0: Just, just kind of, you know, hold. Take a deep breath, John. Is all I'd want to say for this one. You know, just uh, go back, maybe watch some birds. Maybe go birding. John seems to be his thing. <laughs> you know. Um, let's do. Uh, what are we gonna do? Let's Mark? do one with
1: a little bit of a higher creep factor. Okay, here we go. This one's been on our list for a little bit, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I, it's. Uh, it's got a creepy title in and of itself. We okay. talked about doing this one a while ago. But Please. What We're going it? to do the Billy Idol song.
0: No. No. <laughs> Are we really gonna do this yeah. one? Ah, Why not? No, nah, it it's so. I hate this song. Well, good. I hate this. I don't. That's a joy. But no, this was a. This was a joy. I don't hate this song. I really kind of like this song, and it was so much fun. But I guess if you know, you got to take the good with the bad, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because this song, okay.
1: I don't know how deep you've gone into the lyrics for this one. I but,
0: have. I when you first brought it up, I was like, <laughs> we're going Jesus to do Christ. the song
1: by Billy Idol, "Cradle of Love," which <sighs> 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 alone song. just. Just the just just the the name, Cradle of Love. No, <laughs> it's like
0: it smells like Winger. It's, just, <laughs> it's got a Winger. stench It's got the stench it. all a stench of Kip all over. Clip. Indeed. In oh yeah. <laughs> and
1: clip. I'm gonna tell you, watch the music video for this one, um, because the music video is, uh, well, it's crazy. Um,
0: just. Watch it for a second and then turn it off and forget you ever saw it. That's my words. David. No, you
1: should watch the whole thing.
0: Ugh. No, it's, it's, it's really bad. It's it's funny and it's
1: cartoonish. Yeah. Um.
0: And uh, until then, watch I... the Billy in the Sky, how he in one and only. <laughs> <Ugh>. Indeed. <sighs> um. And uh, be safe out there, please. Please, for the love of Christ. And when we talk about variants, we're not just talking about the variants on the new Loki. No, please be careful out there to the other variants with the other variants that are floating around a lot more people getting sick. I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I've had family and friends oh, that have yeah. got very ill lately. So please be careful. Don't want to bring everybody down. But uh, we care. You know, yeah, we can. We definitely care. There's no doubt about that. And also, I do want to say one other thing. We do have a email, lyrics to go pod at gmail.com, which mm-hmm. I have recently gotten. Two emails. We've I been didn't tell some you emails. that. I, I don't know if you saw them, but we I got did. Some, some recommendations. And two of them are very good. And we're, I got a couple
1: of messages, too. Um, and so we're going to pour through those. And we've definitely got some good
0: ones coming up here. And uh, um, um, you got to work to succeed. mouth and your ears some words got lost the idea wandered off
1: thanks a lot for listening our theme song was done by Exploding Pages if you have any questions comments or ideas for songs or lyrics you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com we'll be back here next week we